Hey, welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. If you feel stuck, restless, overwhelmed, or dissatisfied with your current life, despite your life looking pretty good on paper, or at least on social media, I can totally relate. Together, we'll figure out how to take the next right step. I'll interview women who are a little farther along on the path and get tips and ideas from them. I definitely don't have it figured out, so I'll share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. Let's get started because life is too short to waste in autopilot. If you want to be the best possible version of you, you're in the right place. All right, everybody, we have Andrea Heyman today. Thanks for coming, Andrea. I'm so honored that you're having me here, and I'm really excited to start listening to your podcast as you do more and more interviews. I just think you've got some really good stories that you're going to be sharing. Yes, and I can't wait to hear your story. Well, I've kind of heard heard your story, but I can't wait for our listeners to hear your story. So I know Andrea from um, a group that we joined. Um, it's Kathy Heller, who has a podcast. We joined her group and we got put in the same accountability group. So we meet up about every other week and talk about our goals and what we have going on. And Andrea has been a role model because she's already doing a podcast. And I know that you haven't always been a podcaster and you haven't always, you know, done this sort of thing. So I can't wait to hear about your journey. Can you tell us what it is that you're doing now? And then we'll kind of go backwards and talk about what you were doing before that. Great question. So right now, like you said, I have a podcast called Adventures in Feeding My Fam, and it's pretty self-explanatory. So it's all about tips and tricks to make feeding your family easier. And then when I have guests on the show, we dive into how their family divvies up meal planning, meal prep responsibilities in their household and what family traditions they have around food, that kind of thing. I'm also starting to offer uh, group workshops and uh, courses as well. So I'm really, really excited about that. currently about emotional eating. And then also down the line, I'm planning a course about kind of the nitty gritty to make meal planning super, super easy. Awesome. Yay. And how did you get into the podcasting world to begin with? That's a really good question. So (laughs) I think probably early, earlier in 2020, I became a very regular podcast listener. Mm-hmm. And I had a handful of podcasts I would listen to and then periodically would search various topics that I wanted to listen to. And then just listening to those, I realized, huh, I think I could do this. And then as time went on, um, listening to other people and their development of their business, I kept hearing this message over and over that the podcast was something that really 
resulted in their business just kind of exploding and yeah. being able to connect with people on a deeper level. And mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty much why I was motivated to start the podcast myself. That's cool. And your background, right? Yeah, I've been a registered dietitian for a little over 25 years. Wow. Yeah, I've worked in a lot. Old enough. (laughs) (laughs) You're so nice. Um, I've worked in a lot of settings. So just kind of general adult med surge um, type Mm -hmm. of hospital setting and then research based. And finally, right now I work at a specialty pediatric hospital. And um, so I work with kids and adults as well with disabilities. Okay. And so you were doing that. And was there a point where you decided, or maybe not decided, but was there a point where you started to feel restless or like, ah, there's got to be something more? Yeah. Hope. I think it's been a long time, but it's only been in the last eight months or so that I've really acted on it. Well, actually that's not entirely true. So back in 2001, I think, no, 2003, I got the itch as well um, that back then. And I started um, a business called um, Nutritious Mind and Body. And it really focused mm-hmm. on um, programs for kids who were overweight or obese, right? But I think I didn't really have good mentorship back then. So I was trying to do all these things just kind of totally by myself. And I just didn't know how to do it and make it work. And then around that time, also, my mom was in a very serious accident. And so she was, um, that's a long story, but she was in a hospital or rehab facility Mm -hmm. for seven months, really. So just the timing was kind of off. So I think that sort of fizzled out. Mm-hmm. It was a period of time, probably 15 years ago, maybe 12, 12 to 15 years ago, where I had this really strong urge to make a show. I, I thought it would be a TV show hmm. about um, having kind of trying to feed your family in like a healthy, natural way and using um, natural cleaning products and just kind of holistic approach. Yeah. But I had no idea how that would be. And in retrospect, I was like, I should have made it a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, because that was probably when YouTube was first coming uh-huh. on the scene and just booming. But of course, I didn't know anything about it. So you can tell that for a long time, I've had this sort of urge. But this year, I would say probably COVID was a really good motivator, uh-huh. a really good time to sort of evaluate. And because so many things shifted to online, and even my my daytime work shifted to online, yeah, I was like, oh, I I can do this in this setting, and that is when I was like, this time it's for real. And we're just going to keep moving forward and seeing where things take us. 
I love that you had the urge 17 years ago. It's kind <laughs> of like the universe was knocking at your door and you were like, eh, you know, not right now, come back later. And then it came back later and still, you know, not yet. And now it's like, yes, come in, I'm ready. Yeah, come open the doors, let's go. Because your kids are a little bit older, right? Like you don't have toddlers. Correct. So my youngest is actually 13 now. And oh, wow, your youngest. So I think that has a lot to do with when we finally open ourselves up to our, I'm not going to say our purpose, because I think we all have many purposes. But I think when we can finally hear the call, hear that inner voice, that whisper, that whatever you want to call it, I think it helps when your kids are just a little bit older and you have just a taste of freedom. <laughs> you were, you're absolutely, absolutely right. And I think part of it is that in the springtime, so my oldest son graduated from high school in the wow. So I was definitely doing a lot of reflecting, like, oh my gosh, he's going to graduate. Uh-huh. And basically in my mind, I was like, he's going to leave and never come back. <laughs> And then I have another son who's just two years younger. So I'm like, geez, we're going to start colleges already. And he's going to be gone in no time. And so it was just like, wow, I've spent so many years, like really making them the first priority. And it's sort of like, gosh, when I don't want to say that they're not going to be a priority Mm -hmm. in my life, but when they just don't, when they need to have the freedom to um, not have mom there all the time, sort of like you reevaluate. And I was like, okay, I know there's more inside of me that Uh to get into the world. And so what kind of obstacles did you come in contact with at first? Like, did you decide to start on this path and then kind of come across some hurdles or what, what kind of was the journey so far? I would say mostly the self-doubt is the, is the biggest obstacle. So uh, there have been a lot of places along the way where I've really doubted my abilities or if I was good enough to do this, all of those kind of questions. Yeah. Um, There were times where I definitely wanted to throw in the towel and then I'm like, no, not this time. You're not doing that. (laughs) so um there's that's probably the number one I would say another aspect is that kind of the technical stuff that I Mm -hmm. never thought I would be able to learn and there were times where like even when I started my podcast I'm like I can't edit a podcast I know (laughs) and there were tears and then guess what I would calm down and figure it out and then and then there was the, oh, I can't build a, po- a, a website. And then I calmed down, got some help, and then learned how to do it. And now I can do it. So now that I've had these kind of tech hurdles and, you know, cleared them, I've gone past them. Now I feel like for all of those new kind of technical things, I'm like, all right, you can do it. You figured out the other ones. Mm-hmm. And that's when good old YouTube comes in handy because yes. everybody explains everything on YouTube. Yes, you can figure anything out with Google and all these Facebook groups and, and people are so happy to help too. 
Yes, I think that's true. If you put yourself in the right spaces, Mm -hmm. there's so many people that are willing to help you and want to see you succeed. And Andrea, don't you feel so empowered when you like figure out how to do a website? I mean, that, that feels so like climbing Mount Everest. I figured out a website. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If you had asked me six months ago, if I thought that I could do that, I unequivocally would have said no way. Yep. Exactly. And now I'm like, okay, what else can I figure it, figure out here? Mm-hmm, same thing, you know, just on today's call, my Zoom is not working right. And, you know, we tried it a few times. And finally, I just said, let's get on the cell phone. And, you know, you just make it work. That's right. All right. So back to you. So all right, you decided to do had walk me through the order, like you decided to do a podcast, or you decided to do the feeding my adventures and feeding my fam website first. So I think I decided to do the Adventures in Feeding My Fam website, and I didn't really know what that would entail initially. The the thought was just kind of helping people make it easy to get healthy food on the table for their families in a fast, easy way. So I started out really just putting out content just free content. Of, just free content. Instagram, Facebook. I've got a Facebook page um, or a Facebook group, I should say. And, and then I started the podcast. And then shortly after I started the podcast, I was like, okay, I'm putting out all this free stuff. What, what do I want this business to be? And what do I want these podcast episodes to lead to? Mm-hmm. And I think it's cool that when you first started, you did what you know best. So I'm guessing that being a dietitian, people probably ask you all the time for advice on feeding their families, right? Absolutely. That's right. (laughs) So, you know, in all these self-help books, when you're reading, like, how do I figure out what my thing is? You know, they say, well, what, what are you the go-to girl for? What do people ask your advice about all the time? So I like how you went with that and gave out free advice at first. I actually asked that question to a handful of people. Oh, that's good. It was good. Um, and, And actually that's sort of, even though I did ask safe people, I was like, I really want your honest feedback. Yeah. Um, So the answers I got were really interesting. And so one of my friends said, um, okay. So in general, the comments were, you give really practical advice and you're able to like, kind of see through an emotional situation and yeah. kind of calmly weed through it and then give like practical advice. Okay. So that was, that came up a couple of times or essentially the same comment. And then my one friend was like, and then on more of a fun side, <laughs> I really like that you always have fun, really good, healthy recipes. And I'm like, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. That is cool. I like how you did that. So, you know, it may be awkward to ask people <laughs> what they think you're best at, but I think that's a good way to do it. And you said you did it with people who you felt safe with. Yeah. I mean, I asked my mom and then there were three or four friends that are close friends that I asked. 
Cool. And then, so you started doing this and once you started writing the post and giving out the content and then eventually doing the podcast, did you feel like, yes, I'm in my zone of genius or did it take a little while? I think it took a little while. And I, I feel like, so that's interesting. I feel like maybe I did have those moments when I thought I was in my zone, but then as I've gone on now, I'm like, oh, okay, now (laughs) here it is. And I suspect that in two months, if you asked me that question again, I would say, oh, no, 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 now it's now right now. So I think it's just kind of an evolution and, um, kind of a, I don't know, like peeling off the layers and mm-hmm. more comfortable being myself and being a little bit more vulnerable in that space yeah. initially was really, really hard for me. And I think it makes you grow so much, just learning all this new stuff and putting yourself out there and dealing with the imposter syndrome and the fear of being judged and self-doubt. I'll tell you a funny story, actually. (laughs) I was talking to a friend of mine and she said, well, you really need to put your face out there a little more because people want to see you and, you know, you have a lot of good information to say. So that person said, you should go live five days in a row. What? (laughs) I can't do that. And she's like, but you can, don't you talk to people every day in your job and tell them, give them advice. You have good information to tell. Yeah, I "I guess that's true. So I did, I decided, all right, I'm going to do five days in a row. The first day, I think it was a Thursday. And I thought about going live, like all day long. It was in the you, You'd never done it, right? I had never, yeah. I think I told you this story, right? So yeah, I- done live. I hadn't up until maybe three weeks ago. And yeah, so all day long, I was worried about this live. And then finally I said, all right, you gotta do this. So I go live, I start the thing. I knew what I was gonna talk about. And then someone joined me and I freaked out. (laughs) I freaked out and closed it off and turned it off and and deleted the video that I had started. I went and walked the dog and on the walk, I'm like, oh my gosh, Andrea, you are ridiculous. (laughs) I'm back and I start the live and guess what? Hope it was completely fine. I love that. It's like you called your, you know, boy in class you liked, like when you were in middle school. And then when he answered, you hung up. Yes, yes, yes. That's totally right. And the rest of the lives were easy. And it was sort of like, geesh, I made this into such a big deal in my mind. And it's not. Yeah. You think that quote unquote, everybody's going to be watching and judging and whispering to each other about can you believe she's doing that (laughs) her hair (laughs) yeah (laughs) nobody cares (laughs) so now you've done that for three weeks are you still going and doing lives I am and in fact uh, last week I did a live in my Facebook group um, cooking a recipe and I had so much fun doing it 
that I'm going to kind of make it a pretty regular, a regular occurrence. So I'm going to um, connect myself to Instagram live and Facebook live at the same time and um, make another recipe. I love that. Yeah. And I was on your um, group the other day and you were doing a live and I never know if it's live or if it was anyway, I don't know how to do that yet. But anyway, you were making maybe lentils or something. And then you said you like a few minutes or a few seconds went by and then you said, oh, I didn't realize I was live. But you just went, you just carried on. And I was I like, see, <laughs> it works. So it, may, it gave me courage to be like, okay, I don't have to do it like perfectly. I could get on there and just start talking. And so here's the question though. When you see someone being not perfect, don't mm -hmm. you like them more? Yes. I do. Yes. They're if they're all, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're all fixed up and just doing it perfectly every time, then I don't know. It's, it's you're less of a role model. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Unattainable. Well, so what's next on your horizon now that you're at this point in your journey? Can you look ahead and say like, all right, I see down the road, this is where I want to head and what that's, I want to do next? That's a good question. I think what I've realized is that I'm only getting the step for the next step. I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to let go of planning it all and having it all quote unquote figured out because mm -hmm. I don't think... I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't have it all figured out and I'm just kind of enjoying the process. So I told you that I had, a, uh, I'm offering a, a short uh, mini group coaching workshop series, and then we'll see where it takes me. I mean, I have lots of other ideas, um, but we'll see where the next door opens and where I'm led after that. I think that's so smart. Take it one step at a time. I'm bad about trying to do a vision board and, you know, see the whole, <laughs> the next 10 years. Right. And it's good to, to have wishes and dreams, but I, I get too caught up sometimes on, you know, it has to work out this way. So right. I like that you're following the next step, the well, next right like thing. There's a balance to that, right? Like you can have a vision of where things are going and you can put those wishes and desires and goals out there in the world, but maybe there's another plan for you. Maybe there's like a bigger or a slightly different plan and you just have to be open to accept it, I guess. Yes. Let go of the how and just know this is what I would like to move towards. I don't know how it'll work out, but yeah. Absolutely. So for listeners who are interested in signing up for your course, can you tell us a little bit more about that or where they can find you? Yeah. So you can find me at adventuresinfeedingmyfam.com. Actually, I'm going to make it really easy. So basically everywhere it's Adventures in Feeding My Fam. So that's the name of the website. And I have courses listed there. The podcast is of the same name. And you can find me at my Facebook group and on Instagram the same name as well. And y'all, her podcast is really good. It's relatable. If you have a family or if you eat, you will find enjoyment <laughs> with this podcast. <laughs>
<laughs> Even if you're not a cook, you give very practical advice. And I like how you bring guests on from all different backgrounds, you know, people who have eating restrictions, dietary restrictions, and yeah, there's something for everybody. Yeah. I, what I say on the show is that, um, I think I've said this a few times on my podcast and I didn't know I would learn this, but what I found is that all of my guests, literally everyone kind of does it in a different way mm-hmm. and none, none is right or wrong. It's sort of figuring out what works for you. And I think we can take bits and pieces from all of those and, and figure it out for each household. Yeah. I think that's so true. And same thing with this, you know, figuring out our next step in life. There's no one right way. You can't pay a coach and just have it mapped out for you. You, you know, each, each person is individual and you just have to figure out one little step at a time. You are right. Thank you so much for joining us, Andrea. It has been my pleasure. I I always love talking to you. You too. All right. Y'all go check her out. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast, Recharting Your Life with Hope. Everything I discuss in this show reflects my own views and opinions and not those of my employer. Although I'm a physician assistant in my real life, any advice or tips you hear on this show should not be used as medical advice. If you like what you hear, come on over to HopeThePA.com or follow me on Instagram at HopeThePA.